I'm shy of champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy of champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm shy of champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. We're anchored in hope. The Shade Champagne Show, and we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Shade Champagne, Shade Champagne. Welcome to the Shade Champagne Show. I'm Shade Champagne. a brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindhard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez, recorded and mixed by the Quakes and written by me. Today's special guest is one of my dear sister friends. Sabria Price is a solo artist from Houston, Texas, now based in San Diego, California. Price has always had a fascination with nature and a curiosity for how the natural world works. Environmentalism, metaphysics, social justice, and women's liberation are common themes in Price's works. For Price, art serves as an escape from a corrupt and brutal modern reality. Price utilizes color and texture to explore the idea of a world where all beings are able to express themselves in a way that human beings would understand by way of personality traits, moods, and attitudes. Before I bring her in here, I got to do a little special intro. I want y'all to help me welcome my girl, Sabria Price. Hey, Sabria, how are you? Hi, beautiful. I am amazing. I'm grateful. How are you? Fantastic. We just finished Thanksgiving. It is already the holiday season, and we are so glad to have you as our special guest for this episode of the Sade Champagne Show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, like, for real, for real. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you say that. So, audience, it's actually just Sabria's birthday, and I celebrated her. Well, I celebrate her all year round, not just the holidays and her birthday, but I was so thankful to celebrate her by buying some of her artwork, and so I love her. She is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your support and just believing in me and pouring into me, and yes, 24 (laughs) on this earth, like, yes, grateful. It's a national holiday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Sabria, how has 2020 been for you, and how has your life changed during the pandemic? Um, 2020 has been a a very – a year of just taking charge, I feel like. Um, You know, with COVID and everything going on, uh, it was easy to feel kind of – you know, restricted. Um, So Mm -hmm. I felt like this was the year that I learned, hey, you know, go ahead and take your power back. Go ahead and still do what you can do, um, you know, to uplift yourself and uplift others during, Mm. you know, hard times. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's been an eye-opener and 
it's been a year of stepping out of my comfort zone. So, yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's huge. You're actually leading into my next question. What are some words of encouragement and wisdom that you would have for other artists and painters as they are navigating their way through this pandemic? Um, I, I think the main thing I would say is keep creating, keep doing what you do. Um, it's easy to get uh, lost in, you know, feelings of, oh, why am I doing this? If no one's, you know, watching or clapping for me, or if, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if you feel, you know, this pandemic is so many emotions, anxiety and, you know, we're losing mm-hmm. things, we're losing people, and we're losing, you know, you know, we can't go everywhere that we want to. So even when you feel those feelings, create still. Get it mm, out. That's um, good. You know, get it out and keep doing what you're doing because that heals you, and then other people need to see that you're still able to keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that, Sabria, because Thanks. we see as artists that some of the some of people's greatest creations and work comes during heightened moments in their lives, whether if it's falling That's in right. love for the first time, whether if it's during heartbreak, during challenges, mm-hmm. during a pandemic. There's so many beautiful creations that can come about during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So please tell us how you got into art and fell in love with creativity. Um, I got into art. What a long story. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, we you know, want to hear all of it. This just... is your special episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it is. Thank you so much. Um, I guess, you know, since I was little, I've always just loved drawing and, you know, coloring. I always took coloring books with me with my mom. She was a single mom, so she was always working. You know, she had to bring me along. And so she would always mm-hmm. say, like, you know, bring something to do because, you know, we're going to be gone for a while, you know while she Mm -hmm. was working on her own business. So I would always have, you know, a sketchbook, a coloring book, and that would just kind of help the time go by. And so what what started as something, you know, bring something to do, ended up being Mm -hmm. something that I used as an outlet. Um, I was very quiet and introverted and just stuck to myself a lot. So I didn't, I wasn't really a verbal person, but art was a Mm -hmm. way that I could, express how I was feeling you know I made things for people like I love you here I made it I I have trouble Mm -hmm. saying it but you know here's a Mm -hmm. card that I colored here's a drawing of you or Mm -hmm. you know that was just how I started expressing myself and then I just kind of stuck to it and I got really serious about it um when I went to college I want to say maybe my sophomore year I entered an art contest Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't make it the first time, the first year, but I said, okay, you know, whatever. I still love to do it. It's cool. Tried again the next year, got in, and I said, oh, my gosh, okay, you know, Mm. maybe I can. You know, maybe people do see me. Maybe people do like what I do as well. And then Mm -hmm. I had my first um, show uh, at a community event in Houston, a, a Kwanzaa event. And my mm. stuff was like $5. I didn't know. I was just like, whatever, $5, 10 I don't know, you know. And mm-hmm. people really were like, wow, this is a, you know, you're making art. I see myself in this, and I like this. And I was like, wow, okay, you know, I like it too. Do you? Wow, mm-hmm. okay, well, let me keep going then. And so it just kind of went mm. from there and grew from there. Mm-hmm. So you told us a little bit about your first show in Houston. Can you expound upon that and then share with us 
what made you desire to pursue this as a career and business? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, my mom, she is uh, an activist. Uh, so she, she, you know, knew a lot of people in the black community in Houston, you know, mm-hmm. like the Black Panthers in Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this place called, uh, what was it called? Uh, the Shrine of the Black Madonna, which is like a cultural center, and the Shape Center, which is also a place where, you know, community events and stuff. And uh, so they would have Kwanzaa events, and we would always attend to support and stuff, but she she gave me the idea, like, hey, you know, why mm-hmm. don't we get you a booth, a booth there, and you can bring your art and stuff. And I was like, what, you know, really? And I said, okay, mm. let's do it. So, you know, I did that first show with my mom, and I, like I said, I just, I didn't know. I just was doing stuff on pieces of paper, and I was drawing people while they were right in front of me and giving them stuff and just, just, wow. just dipping my toes in the idea of my art being for someone other than me. Mm-hmm. And so, or my loved ones, because, you know, it was just in my sketchbook for me to express myself, or I would give it to loved ones, like, happy birthday, happy anniversary, but mm-hmm. to to publicly put it out there, that was something mm-hmm. new for me, and the response I got was very good, it was very welcoming, you know, I had people saying stuff like, oh, or bringing their kids up, like, oh, my, my son draws too, you know, and then drawing with the kids mm-hmm. right there, and you know, stuff like that, and people buying stuff for their kids or saying, oh, wow. you, you drew you drew a black person. I, I like that. I'm black, whatever. I was like, okay, so yeah. maybe I should do this other than for just me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that so, so much. And to our audience listening, there's two things I want to point out that are so key in what Sabria is sharing with us. Number one, she was able to use her art and creativity as a way to express herself to her loved ones. Sometimes many of us can find it hard to open up and speak the words that we want to say, but maybe you can draw, maybe you can write, maybe there's mm-hmm. something that you've been wanting to create to share with them. And I think that's so powerful because she was able to express her love and her adoration, her care for others through her artwork and her creativity. And I'm sure it meant so much to them because it's something that she created specially for them. So that's the first thing that stuck out to me, Sabria. And then secondly, and I love this, and this is definitely a big and being an entrepreneur. Sabria used what was in her hands for her very first art show. She used what was in her hands. She was literally drawing her artwork on pieces of paper, drawing for people while they were there. She had prices that she had just set for her first show, even if someone may say, well, it's such a low price. Still, you're just starting out. It's okay. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's really powerful to use what's in your hands today and don't feel like, oh, my gosh, until I have the most elaborate, beautiful setup, I can't move forward in my dream. No, use what you have in your hands today and what you're passionate about and just start. And I think that is one of the things that inspires me, many things that inspires me about Sabria is seeing how she just starts and continues to keep going, and she uses what she has in her hands to where now she literally has a professional business with her artwork. And when I was able to meet her for the first time, which we'll go into that story now, met her last year, in San Diego, and I believe this was her first art show in San Diego, right, Sabria? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. So that, so that was her first show, her first art show in 
San Diego when she moved, and literally we just connected, and I saw her work, and it was so beautiful. And not only is her work beautiful, but she has such a wonderful heart as well and her spirit and her energy. And we just really connected as I was performing on stage, and she was cheering me on. And I was like, I'm going to shout her out on my social media, and I want to follow her. And she's like, I want to follow you, and I love your voice. And we've been connected ever since then, over a year ago, and she's become like a sister to me, and it's just so phenomenal. She's inspiring in many, many ways, and I think we can glean so much wisdom and encouragement from Sabria's story. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I met you, and that day was just amazing, like for real. Mm-hmm. It was. Sabria, tell us about one of the greatest challenges you've had to overcome as an artist, and how do you stay focused on your dreams? Um, I think one of the biggest challenges uh, that I faced as an artist was um, just knowing that it's okay to do me. Um, in terms of, like, my art style, you know, just just stay in your lane and your lane is okay. I struggled with that so hard just looking everywhere else, like, what is everyone else doing? Um, what is everyone else buying? What is everyone else like? Mm. What, well, I was just so outside of myself and just, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just, that was just a thing for me. And looking at what are other people charging? What is other people doing? That mm-hmm. was my biggest hurdle, you know, accepting mm-hmm. my own work. You know, you got to accept your work. Your style is your style. It's unique to you, and it's okay. You don't have mm. to do what everyone else is doing. Like, your yes. people will find you, and they will love your work. And I have found that, and now I don't even think about any – I'm like, oh, it's me. Yes, yes, it's me. This is me. This is what I do. And it works mm. for me. So find what works for you and stick to it and just build on that. Um, and then the way that I like to stay focused is um, – I like to create vision boards and just remember and remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, It's easy Mm, to forget mm -hmm. and get lost in the, you know, the business part, you know, because when you merged your Mm -hmm. art, when I merged my art with business, then it became a whole nother relationship. And then Mm -hmm. I started, you know, I'm like, Oh, hold on now. Let's not forget why I actually do this. Don't get all, Wow. wrapped up in the money and the this and that That's of it good. when I really do this to heal myself and to heal others. So just, I just mm. like to meditate and just remember why am I doing this? What is the goal mm. here? It's not to be a millionaire. It's to touch people, you know? Mm. And then That's if so I do powerful. become a millionaire because of that, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, that's so, so powerful, Sabria. <laughs> that's such great wisdom Thank and you. advice because as an artist and creative and even as entrepreneurs, it is easy for people, for us to forget why we started in the first place, why we do what we mm-hmm. do. And like you said, just in life in general, we start looking around us and seeing what everybody else is doing, what they're charging, what's mm-hmm. happening with them, and then we can lose sight of what matters to us and what God has placed in our hands and our dreams. And so I love that you shared that and also what you said about keeping the vision at the forefront, you know, and, and mm-hmm. why you do what you do it and how much you enjoy your art. Because the last thing we want is to be wealthy people who hate what we do and our love right. turns into our greatest enemy. And we both have known and seen many artists and creatives and entrepreneurs fall down that path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that was powerful. So Thank you. who and what inspires you? Um, so the who, um, 
is the women in my life, you know, my sister, my mom, those are mm-hmm. two women that have their own businesses. Um, mm-hmm. I learned kind of the hustle from my mom, you know, she was a single mom, she had to get her own business, she had her, you know, her multiple streams, and my sister, she was kind of my first, uh, she's a jeweler, and she creates her own jewelry, handmade, and I kind of looked at her and said, wow, you know, Mm-hmm. She is really passionate about what she does, and she really takes it seriously. She is super dedicated. She doesn't let mm-hmm. things get her down for long within her business. She's taking care of herself with what she loves. And I kind of said, wow, you know, I mm-hmm. want to work that hard on my passion. Like, she is, yes. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just look to all the black women in my life and, I'm just like, wow, I'm just inspired and, you know, the wisdom and uh, mm-hmm. and then the what is, uh, you know, God and nature and just the world uh, mm. that around me, like the nature is so beautiful. I just wake up every day. I'm like, God created this. Wow, the trees, the great. And, you know, people mm. look at me crazy, but I'm just like, this is beautiful. Like, are y'all seeing this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like this tree, I'm going to paint that. The sky, I'm inspired by that. The rain, I'm inspired mm-hmm. by that. The storms, all of that. The sun, everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the part of being an artist, you know what I mean, and a creative is you're able to see so much splendor and marvel and things where other mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it's not really a big deal. And you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, are y'all it's seeing amazing. it? <laughs> yes. And it's free, yep. like it's just here. Mm, like, yes, you're so you can right just look outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way because my, a lot of my best friends and people close to my life are like, you get excited and so happy and grateful about the tiniest thing, Sade. I'm like, because it excites me and it's just, it brings yeah. me so much joy. And you're able to see just the beauty and splendor in life and the and the tremendous, like, gifts that we've been given and that we get to experience mm-hmm. so it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot to get me excited or inspired That's or feel right. creative so I 100% agree with you on that yeah I love that yeah that's so right <laughs> like it's just we already have everything we need to be inspired to feel energized mm. like God has provided everything we need to be happy so mm. wow just be happy that's so like good. don't try to yeah thank you <laughs> Mhm. And so speaking of God, your faith and spirituality seem to be very important to you and something that you fuse Mm -hmm. into your art, your social media, and just who you are as a person. Have you always um, been a woman of faith? Has spirituality always been important to you? Can you share with us your journey and just what God means to you and how God inspires you in your art? Yeah, um, I feel like, no, I wasn't always, you know, a woman of faith and just, I, I had a lot of problems with faith uh you know in my earlier years and the years Mm -hmm. leading up to me having uh taking art seriously you know I was Mm. I don't know I was just out here I was just out here like whoa what I was very materialistic you know I dabbled Mm -hmm. into different things like okay I, I used to model and stuff and act with a I was good at it but my my intention behind it was Oh, money. Oh, TV. Mm, Oh, fame. Yeah. This can help me Mm -hmm. escape from, you know, my reality or my insecurities and stuff. And then Mm. it just became toxic with that. So then I started saying, okay, no, what am I doing here? What am I really doing Mm -hmm. here? And I started asking questions. I started saying, you know, God, 
You know, mm-hmm. if you're re- if you're listening, are you really there? Can you let mm-hmm. me know something? And he been letting me know, and I, you know, I had to open myself up. I had to stop operating in a place of insecurity and lack and limitation. Wow. Once I really opened myself up and said, God, okay, like for real, like if you're if you're here, let me know something. And he let me know, like all the mm. signs were there, all of the steps were put in front of me, you know, that first art show, then the contest mm. at my school, not getting it the first time, but then getting it the second, those type of things. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. God, like I trust you. I'm with you. I feel you. Like, I'm I'm with you 100% mm-hmm. now. Like, please just use me for whatever you see fit, you know, with my art. Mm-hmm. And he's taking me to great places. He's taking me to San Diego. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I never thought I would be mm-hmm. here doing it full time. So mm-hmm. now I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. So I'm going I'm to praise the Lord. I'm going to put that in the art. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So now I'm, I'm mm-hmm. you know, that's the basis of what I make my stuff, you know spirituality mm-hmm. and love and light and stuff and helping mm-hmm. others and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You can see that in your art. And to our audience, there's so many amazing nuggets of wisdom and encouragement that Sabria is sharing with us, you know, which she, I'm glad she said this again because it reminded me with her first um, art contest that she did, she didn't make it through the first time, but she did it again. And that's so important to just keep trying and mm-hmm. what you love and keep going, you know, and even if it wouldn't have been the best results, she still kept mm-hmm. going. And that's what's important when you love something, you know, regardless of the season or the time or what's taking place is if you love mm-hmm. it, to keep moving forward and that passion of yours, and I thought that was such great advice. And also um, what you shared, you said, I was good acting and modeling. And you're like, it's not acting and modeling that was the issue. You said it was your intentions and your perspective, which are so Mm -hmm. huge. You said you were were operating from a place of lack and from a place of pain and trying to fill your Mm -hmm. life and realizing, like, that's just not the way to go. It's very toxic and dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's wise because people will automatically, even erroneously, unfortunately, some people of faith will think it's the entertainment industry that is toxic. I'm like, no, it's people's intentions behind it that's the right system itself but it's not modeling and acting are not bad and like you said who right. knows that might be an area that you may go back into one day with your artwork but now you're gonna mm-hmm. you would go back you would go into it with a healthier perspective and as a whole person and so I love that you share that and I think so many of us can relate to that where we're doing things for the wrong reasons and then you find mm-hmm. the joy of it being sucked out and where you're not able to enjoy it as much and where you find yourself compromising. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's huge that you shared that because I know many people can relate to that. Yes. It's a big thing. Like the reason why, the reason why I always go back to the why, what, what am I doing here? What am I doing this for? You know, thank you mm-hmm. for that confirmation, yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. And you also sharing with us about how you reaching out to God, like, God, I don't know what I believe, but I need your help. I need you to guide me. I need you to show me, well, show me that you're mm-hmm. real because I'm struggling. And it talks about that, how God is our ever-present help in, um, in mm-hmm. times of trouble and, and distress and how God doesn't forget about us, how when anxiety overwhelms our soul, that God answers us and, and rescues us from our fears. And so I think that's huge, mm-hmm. you know, and for all of us to remember that, like, we can always call out to God. God is always speaking. And like you said, God speaks even through nature, through your dreams, through your mm-hmm. passions. God leads mm-hmm. your path. And so I think that's so encouraging for us to remember. Yes, very powerful. Sabria, what are you currently working on, and do you have any aspirations you'd like to talk about? Um, one of the things I am working on um, is uh, 
a big piece. I think one of the biggest paintings I've ever done uh, to this point. Um, I I don't know where I got probably got you know just be putting stuff in my head like hey do this but I um mm-hmm. had an idea of painting like this uh elephant uh with a rainbow in the background and mm. I wanted to uh donate a portion of the proceeds of that piece you know when it sells mm-hmm. to an elephant sanctuary an elephant is mm-hmm. one of my favorite animals and I love them all Me but too. elephants they just oh really yeah, they're so yes. great. I just love how mm-hmm. big they are, but they're still so gentle. They're like gentle yeah. giants. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. man, like, don't go around thinking everything big is scary and mean. Like, that is not true. Oh, and wow. And so, you about to preach I the whole message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, it's, it's a lesson in every being and everything. That's why yep. I love nature, man. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to, you know, dedicate, you know, I, I see so much things about elephants and what they go through you know the hunting being hunted for their mm-hmm. ivory and you know being, yeah. and I'm just like oh my gosh what can I do what can I do so I mm-hmm. said okay well I can make a, make a painting for them and uh, donate it to like I can try to find an elephant sanctuary and you know try to help them out like please keep doing what you're doing like what so mm-hmm. that's one of the things I'm working on is it's a really big piece. So it's going to take a minute, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be worth it. <laughs> so wow. I just want to do more of uh, paintings that I can, you know, donate or help mm-hmm. an organization with. I want to do more of that as well and incorporate mm-hmm. that in my art too. like actually do something with the art, and, uh, you know, in regards to, I don't want to just sell it for myself. I want to also share it and help mm-hmm. out with it too. So those are right. my aspirations. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but this idea just kind of came to me that maybe mm-hmm. we could do some virtual and, you know, when we're a- whenever we're able to in-person workshops and be able to just teach people not only just about art, but helping them to be able to process through things with their art and just, mm. you know, um, different th- different testimonies and stories from your life and how you've been able to heal through your artwork and, sh- you know, show your activism and philanthropy and humanitarianism through it. And so who knows, maybe that's just a little idea God has given me to share with you today. But I oh think that I could totally see you doing workshops, you know, whether it be virtual workshops and then when you're able to do some socially distance in-person ones. But I feel like a lot of people would be so blessed by that and that it would encourage them too and and just being able to glean from your encouragement and your wisdom and stories from your life and who knows it could be a whole experience for them just something to think about oh my gosh (laughs) thank you so much like I've never thought about that but it sounds awesome like Mm -hmm. yes Yes, and other wow. people who love animals and love nature like you do and who love helping making an impact, I feel like they would be super blessed by being able to oh attend a gosh. workshop like that and seeing how they artwork into that and just learning from your story and seeing how they can also do it in their own lives. So put that in your pocket. <laughs> oh, yes. You know that's going on my planner for the 2021, okay? <laughs> like, yes. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Sabria, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I would like to share uh, that always be yourself in everything that you do um, and always operate from a place of love and light 
no matter mm. the circumstances, even when it's dark outside, mm. it's stormy, it's seeming like, you know, you're not going to make it. I'm I'm proof, I'm living proof that you are still going to be okay. Like, still keep creating. Don't ever stop creating. Even if you're tired, even if you're depressed, even if you don't have the energy, create something, something, mm. even a sketch. Just don't ever stop. Mm-hmm. So we need mm. it. We do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's what I got to say. <laughs> Thank you so much. Please let everyone know how they can stay in contact with you. How can they book you, purchase your artwork, check out all of your content, and stay updated with all of your happenings, Sabria? Oh, yes. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Sabria Price, S-A-B-R-I-P-R-I-C-E. I post all of my art and events there. You can check out my art at sabriaprice.bigcartel.com. Um, and, yeah, I do commissions. They open next year. So if you have something that's on your heart that you would like manifested into the physical as a painting, just let me know. And you can email me at sabriaprice at hotmail.com. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to my dear sister friend, Sabria Price, being on this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. I am so honored to know you and to have you in my life. You continue to inspire and uplift me and continue to just help me to be the best Sade that I can be through the grace of God. And just I'm thankful for your friendship and your support and also just excited to celebrate this new year of life with you and and see you continue to blossom and bloom like the beautiful bright star and flower that you are oh my gosh thank you so much Sade (laughs) I'm so happy I met you and I just wanted to say thank you for this opportunity and thank you for like believing in me and pouring into me like with your wisdom and your just words of love and faith and just being Mm. my sister and picking me up when I'm down sometimes because sometimes I get down and then you're just right Mm -hmm. there with the with the love. So thank you for that love. I really appreciate mm. you and I value you and just I want you to win always. So, yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to a brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindheart Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. We will be here again for a brand new episode very soon. I'm shy champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm shy champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Shy champagne. We're anchored in hope. The shy champagne show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Sade Champagne, Sade Champagne, welcome to the Sade Champagne Show.